0: Hello, welcome to Straight Out of Sumner. This is Kelly with Sumner County Health Department. Um, and I wanna apologize to our listeners. Um, we haven't done a podcast in over a month. It seems like this year is just going by fast. Um, but I did not wanna skip over October. Um, October is a very important month. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And this month is recognized to unite in the work to end domestic violence. Um, I know we got together as a group and participated in Purple Thursday to show our support for those who have experienced abuse. And um, today I have a very important guest. Um, uh, Cami is here with us. She's the director of outreach, and I will let her start.
1: Hi, my name is Cami Dobbs. I actually work for the Wichita Area Sexual Assault Center. Um, The Wichita Area Sexual Assault Center, along with the Wichita Family Crisis Center, are collaborative partners, um, and we have opened offices in Winfield and Wellington. Um, Down here, our name locally is Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault Resources of Cali and Sumner Counties. It's kind of a mouthful. (laughs) Um, And I'm the Director of Outreach Counties, so I oversee the Winfield office and the Wellington offices. Um, And yeah, so October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we do a big... Awareness event, um, we call it Pledge for Hope Walk, in October, and we actually had it here at Century Park in Wellington back on October the fifth. Um, it was a beautiful day. The park is a perfect setup for it. We were able to get out and write some like um, words of affirmation on the sidewalk in chalk. We had some activities set up for people to engage in when they came out. Um, snacks, just different things like that. Um, it was. It was a fun time. I wish we had had a few more participants, but it was our first year to do it in Wellington. And so we were really um, excited and happy about the turnout that we did have and the feedback that we got. We even got a shout out on Sumner County Rants and Raves page. Awesome. And it was really cool. So we Good. were excited about that and we're looking forward to trying to grow up bigger and better for next year. Well,
0: I know I got an email it, um, about it and I ended up sharing it as much as I could on there. So Awesome. We
1: appreciate that. Yeah,
0: so you're welcome um so let's get down into the nitty-gritty about sumner county if you could um i think you know um, not a lot of people know about the office here in town Um, and just talk about maybe your resources that you can help with okay
1: so yes we do have an office here locally in wellington it's actually located at 204 south washington Um, The crisis line number, the office number, which also rolls to our after hour crisis line is uh, 620-440-3700. That phone is answered 24 seven by a live advocate, um, which is really nice. So whether it's Monday through Friday, eight to five, or if it's after hours and on the weekend and somebody needs to talk to someone or even the holidays. So some of the services that we currently offer are crisis and supportive counseling. We have a therapist, actually, who's on staff in the office on Thursdays. Her primary role is for the sexual violence piece of things. That's what her funding is for. Um, So while she does see some people that have domestic violence, it's typically those who have both domestic violence and sexual violence um, histories or trauma. Uh, we offer support groups every Thursday, which our therapist is running or facilitating that group on Thursdays from 11:30 to 1230. We kind of did a lunch hour group to try to hit people that maybe um, can't come after hours because of kids or different things sure. or it just makes it easier. Um, we're open to looking at different times to offer groups if that's needed in the community. But we've had quite a few people that have been available to come during the 11.30 to 12.30 timeframe. So Thursdays from 11.30 to 12.30, we offer, um, we do educational programming in schools. Obviously our crisis line is answered 24-7. We help with protective orders if someone needs to file a protective order against an abusive partner. Um, or a stalking order, maybe they've already left the partner and the person continues to try to contact them and reach out. So if those are issues, we can assist with the protection order pieces, not only with the filing process, but also assist them by going to court and supporting them through that process. That's wonderful. Also, if anyone has any type of domestic violence case um, where they're the victim or um, a sexual violence case where they're the victim or even if they're going through like a divorce and it's been, you know, domestic violence related, um, and they need the additional support. We can, we can be there to provide that support during the court process for them. So they're not going through that process alone. Um, so those are some of the main things that we do. We offer different like workshops and groups at times, depending on the the time of year it is. um, I think one of the most important things to share is to make sure that everybody knows all of our services are free and everything is confidential. We don't charge for any services, including our therapist, um, crisis or supportive counseling. None of our services cost, and everything is confidential. We don't share any information with anyone. Our funding relies upon that, and as people know that live in small communities, it is hugely important for people's information to remain confidential and private and not feel like they can't walk in and share information with someone and that it's not going to go somewhere. And so we um, will never share anybody's information with anyone.
0: That's awesome. I bet. I mean, it's comforted to hear that, you know? Yes. So, um, let's see. Um, so what can a person do? Like, do you help with somebody leave a household? Do you have funds um, to get them out of the household?
1: So we don't have a lot of client assist funds, but we do have connections to like the shelter in Wichita through Wichita Family Crisis Center, because that is one of our agencies okay. um, that that is part of our collaboration. Um, so they often have different types of funding sources than we do because they are a shelter. Sure. So there are times that we can definitely assist with those things, whether it's relocation to a different, like we've had a few incidents where somebody needed a bus ticket to get back to another state because they ended up here because of an abuser, but needed to get out of here. Um, and so we've been able to assist with things like that or, um, we do have like minimal, um, financial assistance funds where we can help with things like if it's a gas card to get, you know, to Wichita to get into shelter or, um, if they are from maybe Oklahoma, Missouri, somewhere that's not super far away and we can get them the gas that they need to get back to their family and su- you know support system Absolutely. if they have somewhere else that they can go that's going to be a safe place for them type of situation. And that that brings up another point. We do a lot of safety planning with people. I didn't say that when I was talking about services earlier, but that's a huge part of what we do all day every day is just whether it's emotional safety planning or like actual like, hey, let's get a plan together um, for you to safely get out of this situation if that's what they want to do. But that's also an important part or point is that everything is survivor centered. So we are not ever going to try to convince someone of what they need to do. Um, So if somebody is is still living with an abuser and is not ready to flee or leave in the moment, we can still support them and provide services to them that will look different than the services we might provide someone else. We may not give them the same type of, like, handouts or information or whatever because we don't want them, you know, to take information home that's going to cause problems or put them in a dangerous situation. But we can certainly talk to them around, like, hey, do you have a code word that you use with your kids if, like, things are about to go down or if you need someone to call the police or do you have, like, do your neighbors know what's going on or, you know, talking about um, getting documentation together and different things that they may need to have ready um, to go, a go bag, like, to have ready to go in case they have to flee in the middle of the night and where are you going to go and what is that plan going to look like kind of situation. So just a lot of those things that um, we can help with that I think people don't realize, um, Goes on in those type of situations.
0: Yeah, that that's good information to have. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um, kind of the signs that somebody should look for. Do you feel like um, you know there might they might be being abused, um, but they just don't recognize it? Like,
1: sure. Sure. We see that a lot. Um, People contact our office or come in and maybe don't even recognize that what they're dealing with is domestic violence. I think oftentimes people hear the term domestic violence and just think of physical abuse. And there's so, so many other things that come into play. Absolutely. Um, so somebody can be in an abusive relationship and it looks very different than like an actual, di- like a physically abusive relationship. They may not even being, be being physically abused at all. It could be just the emotional and psychological. Um, so, you know, calling someone names all the time, telling them that they're crazy. Um, Just playing mind games with them is a lot of what we see. The manipulation, the control, um, the financial abuse, like not allowing someone to control their own money, or maybe they're not allowed to work. Maybe they are not allowed to have a phone um, cut off from family and friends. Maybe they're not allowed to have contact with a lot of their family members or friends or people that were in their life previously. Um, Those are some of the things that we see a lot. Um, Sexual abuse is another part of it obviously there are a lot of people who are physically abused there are things that typically will happen um in the beginning stages that are just kind of warning signs where like maybe they get jealous easily or they get mad about certain things that you know like seem insignificant or petty um and then the behavior usually just gets worse and worse over time because kind of once they you know realize that they have more control than they feel like they can do more and show more of who they really are is typically what we see. Sure. So I usually always tell people that I'm working with, you know, if you already are in a situation where it's bad, it's, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Um, and not because I'm trying to scare them, but just to help them understand, like to recognize it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly Being understanding of why people stay in those situations, we get a lot of questions about, well, if it's that bad, why doesn't she just leave? It's not that simple. There's kids, there's money, there's animals. Animals is a big one. Um, People don't want to leave their pets. Um, Abusers don't just abuse, you know, their partner. They often abuse animals and children and everybody else in the home. And so sometimes the woman or whoever is being abused feels like the only way that they can stay and protect people is if they do stay and put up with it? Um, it's It's sad and it's terrifying. And uh, another important important point to make about women leaving or anyone leaving an abusive relationship, because it's not just women that we work with. Sure. Um, that a woman though, is seven times more likely to die when she when she leaves, when she decides to leave her abusive partner. Mm. So it's super important that people understand that is not a decision to, to make lightly. Right. Because if your life is going to be seven times more likely to be gone or taken because you decide to leave your abusive partner and he's losing control, that's a really serious thing to take into consideration. Absolutely. And it takes some time. You can't just do it overnight. Absolutely. Right. So very challenging.
0: Yes, I bet. Um, and you had brought up uh, children. um, so let's talk about children a little bit. Do you see a lot of that?
1: More than we'd like to. Yeah. Um, the majority of the children that we work with most of the time in our offices is more um, centered around child sexual abuse type stuff that's occurring. Um, some, sometimes by parents, sometimes not. Um, but obviously, you know, the impact of domestic violence is huge on children in the home Absolutely. and what they see. Um, So most of the time, those kids desperately need uh, therapy services, um, a safe outlet to, you know, share what's happening and what they're witnessing in their home. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, a lot of kids don't even recognize that this is not normal. Um, cause they've just grown up like that. They ab- just assume it's everyday it, living. Exactly. And I hear that a lot. I do a lot of educational programming in the schools where I'm going out and talking to kids about healthy relationships. And we talk about dating violence and sexual violence and consent and all these things. And as we're, you know, going through the material, you know, kids will start talking about well, my mom experienced this with a boyfriend or my dad did this to my mom or my uncle's been in this situation or my aunt went through this or whatever and they'll share stuff. And it's it's sad because the number of kids who will open up and they don't even really know you, but you seem like a safe person in their class talking about stuff and they're like, yeah, hey, I know what you're talking about because I've dealt with it before. Wow. And I think one of the biggest impacts that we don't realize that it has on kids is... Um, that for, like, a boy who grows up in a home where there's domestic violence, he's going to be more likely to repeat the cycle because this is what he thinks is normal, how to control and to be in a relationship with a partner. And for a girl, she grows up to think that this is what's normal to expect from a partner. And so she's more willing to accept that type of relationship and lifestyle for herself um, when it's not normal and it's not healthy and it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And, And also for boys, another thing that I have seen over the years is that boys who grow up in those type of situations um, intervene at times and end up in a lot of legal trouble because they're trying to protect mom or other people in the home. Hmm. So the impact is huge. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, any other topics that you want to hit on?
1: Um... So just... Reminding people that we do have the 24-hour crisis line. Again, our services are free and confidential. We do um, a couple of awareness events every year. We do, in October, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we do the Pledge for Hope Walk. And then in April, we do, um, it is Sexual Violence Awareness Month, and we do what's called Take Back the Night. Um, So those are our two main events that we do every year. We may look to add some stuff in between, but we also do things like lunch and learn. So if people follow our Facebook page, which you can find us at DVSA resources, um, then you can follow along with anything that we might have coming up, whether it's an event that we are hosting ourselves, something that we're participating in, um, a lunch and learn that we're holding. a workshop around I know that we're going to try to offer an art workshop coming up here wow. around the holidays for survivors oh, to come and like awesome. um, make some like holiday cards and stuff like that and have cookies and hot chocolate <laughs> and coffee you know yeah. those kinds of things yes. so like a, a nice environment but the holidays can be really stressful for yes. people and so we want to offer a safe space to kind of process that and, and do something fun for survivors during that time so um, those are you know the basic things that obviously I think it's important that the community is aware of yes um and if you think of things or have questions you know please feel free to reach out and talk to us we'd love to answer any questions about the services that we provide um anytime we'd love to do that okay give us uh, the number again that they need to call sure so the local number to the wellington office is 620-440-3700
0: All right. Thank you, Cami, very much for being here. This is a very important topic, and we are happy uh, to get the word out for you. So
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. And um, don't forget to like us on Facebook and also check out our website at www.sumnercountyhealthdepartment.org.